just the thing to transition to a to a message. All right. Um, so, um, so tonight's message is entitled "Us." Uh, what child is this? Some of you know the song by that title, and um, it didn't make the cut this year. Um, and uh, there's a lot of good music, and um, uh, it didn't make the cut. So, if that's a problem for you, Luke at JewelLakeParish.org. Um, so, um, and I will give your message uh, a due diligence. So, um, uh, uh, I was thinking about this idea: What child is this? Who is Jesus? And um, uh, this month's National Geographic magazine came out, and you can see the they're thinking the same thing: Who, What child is this? Or they say the real Jesus. Um, and uh, I think that there's a picture, yeah, so, so you can see it a little better there. And it, the subtitle there, um, What Archaeology Reveals About His Life. And um, I, I was thinking about this because one, one of the interesting things about the article, if you read the article, is they're assuming that there was a real Jesus. And a lot of people don't take that for granted, but it turns out um, there's very little debate among scholars that there was a real Jesus. There's debate about what Jesus did and how much of the things attributed to him were, were myths that built up by the church. But essentially, no serious scholars debate that there was a real Jesus. And, and so that's, that's the idea that they, they begin with. I think I've got a quote from one of them um, coming up next. Yeah, so uh, this is a quote from a scholar from... Um, uh, I forget now where he's from, but I don't know any mainstream scholar who doubts the historicity of Jesus. They quote him in the article, and it says where he's from. But um, that's that's a commonplace. I think I've read it in other sources. Uh, Bart Ehrman, who's a prominent skeptic, he's a, he's an atheist, and he wrote a book called Did Jesus Exist? And uh, the idea was, um, if you're going to be an atheist, at least be a good atheist and don't deny the obvious, which is that, of course, Jesus existed. So he said... Whatever else you may think about Jesus, he certainly did exist. So the article is is basically saying there was a real Jesus, and the question is, what does archaeology teach us about him? And that's certainly one way we can look at the problem. Archaeology tells us a lot about people in the first century. They're always discovering new things, coins and boats and um, synagogue floors and things like that. So they are learning things about Jesus. But one of the one of the favorite things I've learned from archaeology in the last couple of years, there was... Um, uh, um, a story that came out two years ago. It was a story about a, um, uh, I don't know what you'd call him, a forensic scientist who decided to figure out what Jesus was like the way that they do on CSI. So what he did is he found some skeletal remains from the first century, and using them, he put together a computer model of kind of a generic skull from the first century. And then he 3D printed that, and then he put clay on it the way they do you know, to reconstruct a face, Right, So he put all the muscles and everything in, and then he put the skin on and figured that's what Jesus probably looked like. So that's kind of an example of what archaeology tells us about the real Jesus. That's not his body, of course, because we don't believe his body stayed in the grave. But uh, there are people whose bodies did stay in the grave, and um, that's what a generic person of the first century might have looked like. So um, you can see he's uh, got generally Semitic features, kind of olive skin. He doesn't look like your generic uh, Northern European Jesus, maybe. But uh, there's nothing very surprising about that. Um, I was surprised in the article. They said he would probably have been about five foot one and 110 pounds because that was very typical um, size in those days. So I thought I never really saw Jesus as five foot one. But now, you know, because of archaeology telling me about the real Jesus, I've learned something. So, um, so that is one way we can approach the question of Jesus. What, the real Jesus, 
what archaeology teaches us about him. So one way we can approach the question of Jesus is the forensic way. But there's another way, and it's the way most of us approach him, which is the artistic way. And I mentioned the 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 Jesus that many of us have a picture of in our head, a mental image of Jesus. People have been doing this uh, down through the years. I want to show you one of the earliest known pictures of Jesus. This is from the 300s. It's found in the Roman catacombs. And uh, the A is the Greek letter alpha, alpha, and the thing that looks like a W is the Greek letter omega. So Jesus is the alpha and the omega. And that's from sometime in the 300s, probably not long after Christianity became legal. So um, it probably was not persecuted people who drew that, but it wasn't that much earlier that, uh, not much uh, earlier that that was the case in the catacombs. So this is one of the earliest pieces of art about Jesus. Um, let me show you the next one. Uh, 200 years later, uh, it was it was not only legal to be a Christian, but it was expected. It was the state religion of Rome, and they had more money so they could put fancy tile pictures of Jesus. So this is from the Church of Cosmos and Damien in Italy. And you can see it's this ornate tile mosaic, um, and the yellow is kind of gilded, shiny stuff. So that's what they were thinking Jesus looked like in the 500s. And then um, you kind of progress all down through the years, and just to kind of cut to the chase, in the 1700s, 1600s, excuse me, you get a Jesus who looks very much like an Italian. This is by Caravaggio. So that's Jesus um, at the Last Supper, uh, I'm sorry, at the Emmaus, and um, he's blessing the food, and the people are about to get very excited. Um, and then one more. Uh, this is Jesus uh, as painted in the late 1800s by a German, and he looks very German. And uh, that's really kind of what we see in art, uh, not just from Europe, but from around the world, is that artists take a different tack. They don't try to figure out what a first century uh, Jew would have looked like. Instead, they say, Jesus looked pretty much like me. He looked like a, a European. Um, he looked like a German. He looked like an Italian. He looked like me. And uh, they weren't alone doing that in Europe. We see pictures in art from around the world. Let me show you some more. This is a picture of Jesus from India. That's John the Baptist who's uh, baptizing him there. And uh, Jesus looks like an Indian. Uh, the next picture is from Cameroon. I love, there's a whole series of these paintings that were done in the 1970s by a Cameroonian artist to illustrate the life of Jesus. Jesus is the guy with the bowl. This is the Last Supper and uh, dinners in the bowl. And so those were his disciples. And so uh, the artist from Cameroon said, um, Jesus would look like me, as artists always do. So one more. Uh, this is a picture. I love this picture from Cameroon. This is the Last Supper also. And you see um, the way that Korea, sorry, not Cameroon, Korea. And you see in Korea, um, I did not know this, but now I do. Apparently at the Last Supper, people wore little hats. So, um, so, uh, so this is what artists do. Artists are kind of the opposite of the forensic scientist. The forensic scientist says, what was the real Jesus like? And artists say, Jesus looked like me. And at Christmas, we remember they're both right. Because Jesus was a real person. He apparently was five foot one. I mean, we don't know for sure, but that's their best guess. Five foot one, 110 pounds. He looked like the forensic reconstruction of him. But he also looked like us. Because Jesus became one of us. God became human. God became one of us. We heard a reading from uh, the letter that Paul wrote to the Colossian church. And in it, he says this. He says that Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God. He says that, For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. 
he says that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And at Christmas, we remember that's who Jesus is. So whether the forensic picture of Jesus is more helpful to you or whether the artistic picture where Jesus pretty much looks like you is more helpful, they're both right in that they tell us who Jesus really is. Jesus is God in the flesh, God with us, Emmanuel. So that's the big idea tonight. That's the reason we gather for Christmas. And there are two implications of that that I just want to share with you briefly. One is that God knows what it's like to be us. God knows our problems. God has been there and done that. He knows what it means to be a human. God knows what it's like to have parents. God knows God, God knows what it's like to have a body. God knows what it's like to be a teenager. God knows what it's like to be hungry, to be thirsty. God knows what it's like to be poor. God knows what it's like to be us. And so when we face our problems, we know we don't have to face them alone because God has been there. God can relate because Jesus lived out that same life. That's the first implication. God knows what it's like to be us. But the second implication is that Jesus enables us to relate to God. Because, you know, if you read the Hebrew scriptures, God is the mysterious uh, fire up on the mountain. It's the, the lightning and the earthquake. Something that is utterly unapproachable. You have to take off your shoes before you come to the base of the mountain. But Jesus came to us, and so we can relate to God. Jesus enables us to relate to God because Jesus reveals who God is. If you've wondered... What is God really like? Look at Jesus. Do you know anyone as patient as Jesus? Do you know anyone as loving as Jesus? Anyone as gentle as Jesus? Do you know a better teacher than Jesus? Do you know a better healer than Jesus? Christmas reminds us that Jesus came not only to learn what it's like to be us, but also to show us what God is really like. Christmas is how God answers our questions about who God is. And it's how we know that God knows what it's like to be us. If you want a better relationship with God, look at Jesus. If you want to better understand who God is, look at Jesus. And if you ever doubt because of your circumstances or because of things people have told you that God can never relate to you, look at Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for Jesus. We thank you that he reveals what you are like, patient, loving, kind, forgiving. But you also know what we are like. You know, you know what it's like to have doubts. You know what it's like to be abandoned. You know what it's like to be hungry and tired and poor. So Lord, we pray that you would help us to look to Jesus in all of our circumstances when we wonder who you are like and when we wonder if you know or care what's going on with us. We pray it in his name. Amen.